Encryption successful. Transmission begins. Observation report. Year 264, month 5, spring. Territory 3, town 3-7. Incident, impending purge of 3-7. Someone in town leaked the identities of the four apprentices who touched the third splinter to the church. This led to the church uncovering Lark and Hornbill's collaboration with the excommunicated. Lark and Hornbill don't know. I just found out myself. Getting sloppy. The church is already coming. I've clocked six auditors. Six. And something's going on with the shrine pipelines. Something's coming through that shouldn't be. The systems... I can see them red flagging the material, but the safeguards, they've been overwritten. There isn't much time. I know I'm not supposed to interfere, not directly, but... There's no time. I have to do something. I may just be an analyst, an observer... I don't have any training for this. I'm not a field agent, but this is wrong. I have to warn them. Okay, I'm heading up. Sorry to abandon my post, but I can't just let this happen. Wish me luck. And if you have to speak to my family, tell them... I don't know. Make it good. Report ends. We've come a long ways now. We've come very far from the sun. Being whisked through the ground is an unpleasant experience at the best of times, even more so when you've just experienced what you have. It takes longer than you remember, but eventually the ground spits you up somewhere. It's dark, almost completely dark. You can feel underneath your hands a smooth surface, smoother than most surfaces you've walked on before. It feels almost like a countertop, but not quite the same as the varnished wood that you would normally feel. But it feels that kind of slickness. But beyond that, here you are, you've arrived. It spits you back out in the order in which it took you. So Keva, Zonin, Deg, Maeve, and then Emrin and deposited on your feet, or on your knees, wherever you are, in this large, dark area. How are you doing? Uh, you can hear Emran just, just crying. Keva has all, uh, as soon as she hears the first sob or, or whatever, sniffle, her arms are, uh, she's finding... Emerald to give him a hug. You're able to find him in the dark, following the sounds of his cry. I'll start exploring for a door like I did last time. 
Yeah, I'm looking around because I have no idea what's going on. You're still also attached to Keva, don't forget. Yeah, I'll just look with my eyes. All right, you see darkness for now. Emmy, we're going to be okay, okay? He doesn't respond. He does eventually stop crying. Maeve, how far from the group are you going? Far enough to explore, but close enough that I think they might be within earshot. Okay. As you're walking, you can hear the echoing of your footsteps on this hard, slick surface. It's not slippery. It's just smooth. And the echoes, from the sound of the echoes, you can tell that you're in a very large room indeed. And after you've been walking for about a minute or so, you see a flickering light come on. Way, way, way up somewhere. It's followed shortly by another flickering light near that one. And there's a buzzing sound, almost as if there were a swarm of insects somewhere. Maeve, do you see anything? There's some lights and a buzzing sound. When you speak, more lights start coming on, and eventually the part of the space that you're in becomes visible. It's sort of like a twilight, and it's flickering, so it's giving you a bit of a headache. But you can sort of see. What do I see? It's just, it's huge right now. There's, you look up and you see these flickering lights in the ceiling. And you see stairs, you think, off in the distance. Maybe two sets of stairs, but it's way off and it's, it's still dim. It's hard to see. It looks like there might be some counters or tables of some sort in the middle. And there's some type of structure there that's about twice your height. I'll call everyone over and just be like, I found some stairs. Okay, see, Emmy, we're not dead. I wasn't afraid we'd be dead. I just don't like the dark. I know. It's unfortunate. So you're all walking towards Maeve, and as you enter the flickering light of the area, you can see what she sees. Well, most of you can see what she sees. I'm sorry, Emrin, but you can't see anything. In like a normal can't-see-anything-it's-dark way? For you right now, as far as you can tell, there aren't any lights on. There's nothing to see. It's black. This is good. This reminds me of something. I'll just keep heading toward the stairs. Uh, I guess just narrating to make sure everyone can follow my voice toward the stairs. I'm just, I got a hand firmly on Keva. Keva has taken his hand and is holding it. So you're all, are the rest of you talking about what you see or exclaiming at it? Because this is, this is larger than any interior you've ever seen. It's a big room with counters, right? It looks kind of like there's counters around a large structure in the middle, two sets of stairs. There's other stuff, but it's really hard to see right now. The light's flickery, and it's dim. Okay, so this is a room and not a cave. Can I try to make out anything about the the central structure? You would have to go over to it. I'll go over to it. Emrin, you, you still don't see anything. This, uh, this perturbs me to some degree. Okay. I, I will say that I start to white-knuckle... Um, Keva's hand to the point that it would probably hurt 
out of just sheer fear. Emran, what is it? I can't see. What? You've got some light now, if you want to try and take a look at his face there, Keva. Yeah, she's going to turn around and, like, look at him. It's bad. He looks like he's sustained a severe sunburn, but the worst of it is that his eyes are completely white. Uh, okay. Um. Hmm. Keva? Yeah. How bad is it? Mm, you, you, your face is a little bit burnt. It My looks eyes. like you've been out. Um. You know, I'm not exactly a person who knows about healing. They look a little bit hurt, but I think. Maeve should look at them. Maeve, you need to come over here. I'll head back over. Okay, you can see the same thing. His face is, looks badly sunburned. His eyes are white, like a pair of poached eggs. Emran. Yes? Candid or gentle? Candid. Always. You are blind. Apparently. That's good. Does that hurt? My face feels like it's on fire. Okay. And, um, ever since that time, Esme got me with the club from behind. Okay. <sighs> Do his... Does it look clean? Like, if she put a bandage around his eyes, would that help or hurt? You know, it, it doesn't look like there's any dirt on there. It looks like I said, like like it's burned. Maybe if you have a aloe or some type of salve for that, it might help. The bandage might help to keep his eyes from drying out or getting further damaged. I'd also like to check the status of the blood tube between Keva and Zonin. Uh, it's still there, but uh, you figure it's probably yeah, it's probably been long enough at this point. I'm going to remove the tube from my arm. Do that. It's it's not a pleasant process. There's a big needle on the end of it, but uh, you, you get it out. Okay. Um, and can I, do I need to fashion a bandage around the, or where it was inserted, or is it going to be fine? You want to put some pressure on there, yeah. All right, I tie, or I tear a, a strip off of my cloak and wrap it around my arm. Okay. Keva will do the same, and, and she's going to take another piece and just be like, okay, and... Don't forget <laughs> you, you grabbed clean linens from the lab. Yeah, yeah. She's going to take them and just be like, okay, here you go, Zoan. Um, and she's going to, you know, take care of hers and then go about trying to dress Emrin's facial wounds. Okay, what are the rest of you doing while this is happening? I want to take the blood tube, I want to remove the needles, but I want to um, tie one end to my wrist, and then I want to go to Emran and say uh, you know, that well, I'm waking up, uh, I'm being connected 
to Kevin was uh, scary, but you know, you all kept me safe and guided me through. And so the least I can do is make sure that you're safe as well. And I tie the other end of the tube to his wrist. Okay. You've created a tether between the two of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, now I'm just like Jolly, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. J- Jolly. I'm, I'm gonna need a second. Maeve is like, avoids feels like the plague. So she's just gonna say, um, Keva, stay with Emran. Zonin, look around. And she's just gonna go back to investigating the central structure. Okay, Maeve. And uh, she's gonna kind of sob for a few seconds and then uh, collect herself again. I'll give you a hug. She gratefully accepts the hug. Maeve, you're approaching the central structure. You see up at the top of it, there is an orb of some sort. And as you approach it, as you get within a few meters of it, that orb starts glowing gently. A variety of colors. Is there any symbolism or maybe figures on the structure that I would recognize? There's just below the orb... What looks kind of like, it's weird. There's like a, it's a circle and there's a bunch of lines going around the edge of it. And then there is a big long line sticking out from the middle and a slightly shorter line also sticking out from the middle. Uh, They're not moving though. And below that, it's just sort of interesting architecture that you haven't seen before. It's very elaborate. There are carved figures uh, that you don't recognize and what might be words, but not in any language you know. I'll try to get a little closer and see what the orb is. Okay. As you're getting closer, you look down a little bit and you see that there's the floor, as you can see in the flickering light, has a design on it as well. And at a point about a meter and a half from the base of this structure, the design is, oddly enough, a mosaic in the shape of two footprints next to each other. Uh, against my better judgment, I think my seeker of truth aspect would compel me to stand where the two footprints are. I think it certainly would, so I'm glad you've taken that compel. You put your two feet on the footprints, and a voice sounds from everywhere at once. Huan Ying Guangnin? No. Bemvindo? Still no. Can the rest of us understand, like, or hear it? Everyone can hear this. It's throughout the area. Kwanyong. Gov. Kuab Kawibasha. I'm going to make some wild hand gestures to see if it reacts in case it can also see me. Suagatahai. I say hello. Welcome. Thank Good. you. Good. It can talk normally. <laughs> hello. How may. How. Hello. How. As it's making this noise. Something appears in front of you, Maeve. It almost looks like a person, but it's made of millions of threads, each a different color, and you can see through it. Where is the exit? The, uh, the, the, hello, how, hello. What is this? It's a good question. You want to think about it? This is something you may have heard rumors of if you've been studying and researching. Well, it might be. It seems like 
well, it seems like a ghost. Every once in a while, according to rumors, sometimes a soul doesn't get reassigned to a body and just sort of goes somewhere else. This could be that. I think that whatever it is, is broken. Could be. I'm going to try to poke the ghost. Your hands go through it. I, Emran just sort of does this out of frustration. It's more a swear than he is trying to do anything. He just, like, he says, Ong Shuo, Veliko, Gashran, all of them. It pauses. And you can see it, the rest of you see it, turns what might be its head towards Emran. It doesn't say anything, though. It just turns its head towards him. It's also flickering a lot like the lights. Emran, it just looked at you when you said that. What, when I swore? It doesn't like cursing? I don't know. It's just looking at you. It could have liked what you said. I'll try to step off the footprints to see if that turns it off. You step off the footprints? It uh, turns back towards you and says, Goodbye. And then disappears. That was odd. Hmm. Getting a better look around, uh, you notice that while this big old room is, I mean, there's light and stuff now. You can see the desks. The desks have human-sized chairs at them. It looks like maybe a place to sit. There's a bunch of other counters nearby, but it's, it's, again, it's difficult to see exactly what's happening. But there's also just stuff lying around, garbage, debris. If you examine the structure, like if you walk around it, you can see that on each of the four sides, there's a set of those footprints. But there's also a hole in one of the sides, the one facing away from where you were. Maybe if we all stand on one of the sets of footprints? Okay, we can try that, Maeve. Footprints? Yeah, there's footprints in the ground, and when Maeve stepped on one of them, that's when the kind of see-through thread person appeared. See? What? What? I, I, I don't know how to explain it to you. It looked like a person, kind of, made out of a lot of different colored threads. And it, it appeared, and it, you know, you heard it talk. All right. Weird things have been happening today, sure. Thread people. Transparent thread people. Fine. Put me in the footprints. It it looks kind of like light. I'm very familiar with light now. Sorry. Maybe it likes me. So, so you're all, you're all going to go and stand on different footprints? Surely will. How yeah. many sets did you say there yep. were? There's four. There's one for each side of the structure. It's a square structure. All right. Sounds good. Do I need to untether myself? You would. It's it's large enough that you'd have to untether yourself, yeah. All right, I'll do so reluctantly. But I mean, if there's uh, four sets, I'll be right back. I mean, don't forget, Deg is here, just quiet. Oh, yeah, can can Deg do the other one? Sure. Sweet. De- Deg is in shock. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you or do you step on at the same time or one at a time? What's your plan? Well, it's. I guess it's going to be one at a time because... Emran doesn't know where they are. So, like, they're going to push, position him on them, and then, you know. Okay. And Emran is put onto the steps. Here's Huan Yun Guangmin. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. May I, may, hello, may, hello. Felico's dancing slippers. I don't know what this is. Felico. Destination unavailable. Destination? I'll step on mine. Huan Yun Guangmin. 
Hello again. Welcome. How may, how, hello, how? Kev is going to step on her set of footprints. Huan Ying Guangnin. Greetings. Welcome. How may, how, hello, how? I'm Keva. What's your name? Welcome. Hello. Okay. I, well, well, Huan Ying. I assume that Deg now steps on the... Does. It says, Huan Ying Guanin. He says, hello. And it says, welcome. And goes through the same process. I loved your impression. We'll pretend it was good. Okay, so all of us standing on the footprints didn't make it more understandable. Could we all hear when it asked Embran for a location? Oops, sorry. Uh, I'm... So here is how it would have been. When you stepped on the footprints, you heard the voice speaking to you. When the next person stepped on the footprints, you barely heard the voice speaking to them, even if they were right next to you or in the, in the side closest to you. It sounded muted or muffled. Hey, Matt, what was the name of our, our, our city that we're from? Uh, you're from town 3-7. Everyone just sort of says that. Destination, unavailable. I guess that makes sense. What's the name of the farthest, far-flung, podunk town that I would have heard of? Oh, like a... Well, most of the towns are all pretty big. Um, if you want to go to, like, a far village, villages in Sector 7 are pretty run down by reputation. So maybe, like, Village 7-5, Village 7-50. Uh, let's go with 7-23. I'm feeling lucky. Village 7-23, Platform 5. Platform 5. What's the name of the capital? It's called the capital. Uh, Amrin just probes with... And the capital? Destination, unavailable. Right. Why would it be? <clears throat> this is above me. I don't... I have no idea what's happening. So it was muffled, but the others could understand? Yeah, it's like it's... You know, someone maybe in the next room, if the walls were thin, even though there's no wall there. Okay. Is there anything that would indicate something being Platform 5 within the area? Not that you can see. So this thing is a helper. Like, you ask it, and it tells us stuff. Seems that way. Voice. Why are certain destinations unavailable? Un- unavail- Destination unavailable. Welcome. How do we get you to stop cutting out? Is service unacceptable? You keep on, like, stammering when you talk. Stammering. Speech. Searching. I have, 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 I have, I have, have, have sent a request for, for maintenance. Didn't the room, the voice fill the room when there was only one person standing on the platform? Uh, you could hear it, yeah. Yeah, we should go back to that so we can all hear without difficulty. I'll start making my way toward the stairs we saw. Which one? We've got stairs on the left and stairs on the right from here. I guess towards the right. All right. You head to the right. Uh, more flickering lights start lighting up above you, giving you, again, it's not good vision, but you can see uh, the stairs. There's like a stairs. There's about 10 steps going up, then a, a landing, and then another 10 steps going up to uh, a balcony 
that seems to run around the edges of this room. I think we're going to get all we can out of the thread helper. We might have to hunt down these platforms ourselves. But where will we go? Anywhere. Uh, you did see a big hole in one side of that building. Don't forget that structure. So you're heading up the stairs? Anyone else going up the stairs? Actually, yeah, before we go up all the stairs, I guess we'll just check out the big hole. Okay. It's, it's a hole. It looks like something smashed into it at some point. You can see debris and rubble spilling out of it. It's There's a hole leading into this structure. It's dark in there. Something must have happened here. I mean, something bad. Structure's about the size of like a like a hut. Looks like inside you could maybe fit a bed and a desk and something in there. I'll go inside. Okay. Uh, as you go inside, another one of those weak lights goes on. This one's not flickering as much. Uh, you can actually see the source of it. There's a, a rectangle directly above you, uh, up at the ceiling of this, and the rectangle's glowing. It's not very bright, but it's enough to see by. What do I see? Well, there's a chair. A very old chair, and it's a very weird chair. Like, it's got your normal chair seat and back. And then below that, there's a single pole, and then that pole branches out into four sort of legs, and then there's something at the bottom of each one of those legs that's attaching it to the floor. Keva has followed Maeve in here, and, like, is kind of, like, behind her. Mm-hmm. You can also see... The walls don't look quite how you'd expect. One of the walls you can see has a crack running through it that is sort of glowing off and on, but the wall looks like it's not there. You can see through that wall, but on the outside it looked like stone of some sort. Another one of the walls has a bunch of different, I guess, uh, little different squares on it, each one of them with, I guess, sort of like knobs or handles it looks like sticking out of it. Now, the third wall is currently blank and then the last wall is the one with a big hole in it. Keva's going to sit like see if that chair can hold her. Okay you sit in the chair. It's uh I mean it's dusty but it's not broken or anything it's just looks like it's been there for a long time. It sinks very slightly under your weight and then holds at that slightly sunken level. Now when you sit in it, the light brightens in the ceiling. And um, if you look, some of the knobs and handles and stuff on that second wall start to glow. I'll investigate the glowing wall. Hmm. Some of the knobs and stuff are green, some of them are yellow, most of them are red. It looks like somebody has stuck glowing crystals into this wall and made them glow on their own somehow. Am I looking at some sort of walled light bright? Kind of like that, yeah. What do you see? Anyone, really? I'm confused. I relay everything I'm seeing to Emran. You're keeping up a running, a running monologue. You just see Emran just slowly nod. He absentmindedly uh, twiddles with his um, eye bandages. This room looks like someone with, like, I don't know, do something in here. Like like it's a workshop. I mean, there aren't tools, but there's light. Oh, sorry. The third wall, the one that's currently blank, there there do appear to be some type of tall, thin doors on it. I'll try one of the doors. 
it protests, but it does eventually open. Uh, inside, uh, it's sort of difficult to see it. There's a couple of shelves in there. It looks like a tall, skinny cupboard. And there are some things lying there. There's one thing that looks like a hammer. Uh, that you recognize, at least. Some of them look like some type of pick. Maybe a, you know, a weapon of some sort with a weird little handle. And there's a lot of the stuff is covered in dust and some of it's rusty. And there's a belt. I'm pretty sure it's a belt with huge pouches on it. Batman was here. I'll take the pouch belts. Okay. It's got the some pig. uh it's got some metal loops on it as well that look like you can maybe put some of those things in them or hang them through it. Okay, so obviously this is some sort of office. Someone did work here. Those are their tools. And the rest of this place brings people places. Yeah, there are also four more of those tall skinny cupboards on that wall. I'll move on to the next cupboard. Okay. Uh, this one you're able to open, and uh, there's a skeleton in it. Oh. It falls out onto you and sort of disintegrates. The skull bounces across the floor, comes to rest at Keva's feet. Emran, just so you know, uh, as a skeleton just fell out of the other closet. His name is Yorick. I think Horatio knew him. Wah, wah. Emran just... The level of fiddling with his bandages has increased exponentially. I will give Emran the hammer so he has something else to fiddle with. He's also got that shield Hector gave him. Yeah, I, I wish I could he's... look at it. That really pretty shield. I could see it with my own eyes. <laughs> I um, I do have it strapped to my arm, but I'm just sort of... Like for Emran, registering that I have that shield would also mean that Hector is dead, and therefore I don't have that shield. Right. Uh, so the other cupboards have... Lots of different weird stuff in it. One of them looks like uh, maybe used to be lunches of some sort, but everything's long rotted away and turned to just mildew and residue. And the last cupboard has um, books in it, but like just paper books with uh, these covers that feel kind of like a tortoise shell, but flexible. I take all the books. Okay. You're going to put them in your book bag or something? Yes. As you open your book bag, you notice that there are three books in it that weren't there before. Uh, you recognize these books are uh, Isabel's or Lean's from the hidden library. I'll just kind of stare at them for a second and then just like forcibly shut the bag and keep hunting around the office. Okay. Uh, there's nothing else in here. You got the tools and whatever those other things are with the tools. The skeleton, old disgusting food, and the books. Then you have the wall with all the crystals in it, the invisible wall with a crack in it, and the wall with a hole in it. I'd like to test some of the green buttons. You're trying to push them in? Push or turn or manipulate them, however. They don't seem to do that. They just glow. There is script underneath them that you don't recognize. Every single light has a label. As Keva continues to look around and I guess Sherlock homes the shit out of this, mm -hmm. um, she's just gonna look around and I'm like, I think this must be from before the emergency. She just says that aloud. And I wonder if that thread helper would recognize the names of other gods. Not that it could take me to them, necessarily. If they're dead, no. Are they? I said if. There's only one way to find out. You gonna go try? 
Emran would shuffle back in that direction. I'll, I'll lead Emran down there. Or being cute. Okay. Was I able to discern any sort of uh, order to how the crystals are placed? Uh, it would take long hours of study. I mean, you can, you could stay here and start studying that if you want. How you folks explore this area is entirely up to you. There's stuff to find everywhere. That's all I'll say about it. Um, would Emran know the names of any of the other hundreds of deities that existed before the emergency? Well, there was the hun- there were the hundred gods. Uh, 96 of them died, and then there were four left, and you know the names of those four. Oh, okay. Good stuff. Yeah, Gashram, Ongjo, Veliko, and Iterar. Iterar, that was the one. Iterar was the destroyer? Yep. Yay, memory. Let's try that one last. <laughs> Fair. God of destruction, death, and change. What did um What did the thread helper say when I said Veliko? Um, but it's a destination unavailable, right. so you're going to step on the footsteps, on the footprints. Would like to use. Okay. You step on the footprints. Huan Ying Guanlin. Gashram. You just say that? Yeah. Okay. It says more things in a language you don't understand. I say, hello. Welcome. And then I say the name of that god that was just said. Gashram. Destination locked. 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 Not open. He he slaps his forehead and then um, cries out in pain because his flesh is still raw. Are are you are assistance? Assistance will not be necessary. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, that's a new one. Angshuo. Destination locked. Veliko. Destination unavailable. Itera. Destination unavailable. Now that's a stomach stuff. I I have to ask, um... Is this in character or out of character? <laughs> this is out of character. All right, <laughs> <Sorry>. go for it. <laughs> if, like, Keva had tried to move a little bit in that chair, would it have, like, moved with the, what I assume it might have had wheels on the bottom of it? It doesn't have wheels. It's attached to the ground. But uh, she might figure out that it does swivel, but it's kind of rusty, so it would make a loud, horrible noise. Okay, so, well, Keva is still in that room. She's kind of just musing a bit over that skull. And then um, she kind of gets up and decides to explore some more while they try to figure out. Okay, the lights dim and the crystals go dim as well. Hmm. So there are stairs... Is there, like, another room somewhere, or...? Uh, there might be. You'd have to... Again, the lighting out there is... It's not good. It's like you're walking through one of those bad haunted houses that's just got 20 different strobe lights going. Oh, boy. Well, she's gonna go in the opposite direction of where they came from. Okay. Originally. So you're heading back towards where you arrived? No. No, the opposite direction of that. Oh, okay. Towards what you assume is the far wall. So you've mm-hmm. got stairs on one side, stairs on the other. You're moving from the central building straight ahead. Yes. Okay. Uh, you head that way, and you find some stairs going down. A very wide staircase. Well, I guess she's going to go down the staircase. Okay. There are ten steps going down to a landing, and then ten more steps going down to a hallway that appears to stretch in both directions, left and right. 
Can she see the end of either hallway? Not from the stairs. You're going down to the hallway? Yeah. Okay. So the walls begin to glow softly when you enter that hallway. uh, And it's better lighting than out in the main area. It's sort of a warm, orangish light, um, but clean light, as if maybe like a salt lamp style. Oh, that's nice. I'm sorry to have interjected if it seems that way, but um, so now can she see if there's an end either way? Yeah. Each direction stretches quite a ways to the left, quite a ways to the right, and then there's a left turn on the left side and a right turn on the right side, as if heading back from whence you came, but on a lower level. Okay, and are there any doorways besides that? Uh, Doorways in the far walls? Yeah. There are not. Okay, so she's going to go to the left and see if there's anything on this lower level. Okay. Uh, so Keva's disappeared. No one else can see her anymore. This is not news to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, business as usual now for uh, for poor Emran. The rest of you, if you're suddenly looking around for Keva, she's not there. Okay, we don't know any other gods' names, correct? No. Okay. Um, then I'll lead Emran back up, if he's okay with that. Yep. And uh, much to my surprise, Keva will be gone, and I will ask aloud... Wait, wait, where did Keva go? What do you mean, where did Keva go? Well, look around. She's not here. Very funny. Oh, sorry. Maeve, you're still in that area, right? Or you went up the stairs? No, I was in that area, but I think that once Keva got up and the lights disappeared, Maeve probably took her place and started trying to figure out the lights. Okay, so you're sitting in the chair, and the lights on the wall are on, the see-through wall is on, but Keva's not here. Would I have heard Zonin be like, where where Keva at? Yeah, I mean, you're all in the same area. Okay, yeah, because if she left, I may would have assumed that she went back to Emran. So if she's not with them, then she's going to go. What's up? So you've all noticed Keva's not there. Keva, you're heading left down the hallway. So you yeah. just left them, eh? Well, she's curious. I mean, she knows she's in the same building as them. Yeah. And... She's not going to, like, leave, leave them. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, so someone's doing something, someone else is doing something. She's going to go try to figure something else out. Okay, so you get to the end of the hallway on the left. You look down it, you see there's uh, another, it looks like, large room. Not as tall as the one above you, but it does look to be a large open space. With There's another central pillar where where you would estimate that uh, structure was on the floor above. It continues down here. And there's a bunch of holes in the walls, like large rectangular holes with desks, counters of some sort underneath the holes. There's about 20 of these in total around the wall facing you and the wall that's like next to you now. So just the far wall and the wall next to you. You can't see the walls to the left, Uh, and the wall on the right is also extending into the distance. Okay, so there's a bunch of desks. So she's going to go over to the desks and see, like, is there something on them? Is there something under them? You know. All right, so it's like you've got a wall, and then in the wall there is a hole, in this case a rectangular-shaped hole that leads in somewhere. And Mm -hmm. directly below that is a counter sticking out. 
about a meter. So that's what those are. And there's 10 on this wall and 10 on the wall opposite this. You can't see all of them because there's the pillar in the middle. But each, they're, they're identical in most ways. Okay. Well, she's going to, like, go towards one and, and just try to inspect it. Try to, try to like, is, is this, like, another workstation? Okay. Peering in, you can't see too much inside because it's, it's dark in whatever, but it looks like there is a room there of some sort. Difficult to tell much more than that. But there is better lighting down here than there was upstairs because it's a smaller room and the lights aren't flickering as much. There's also plenty of debris down here, though. It's fallen off. Some of these holes in the wall have collapsed in. A couple of the counters have crumbled to the ground. Okay, so she's going to start sorting through the debris to try to make sense of what some of it is. If it's like rocks or whatever, she doesn't care. But if it seems like it's a like an object that someone used like or whatever, she's going to kind of inspect. So you're going through the piles of rubble? Yes. She's right. trying to understand what the heck this place is and what people did here. So you go over to a pile of rubble and you start moving some rocks off of it. You know, it looks like stuff that maybe fell from the walls or fell from the ceilings. And as you're pushing rocks off of it, I need you to do a quick roll for me. And it's going to have to be great. Oh no. Okay, hold on. It'll happen, don't worry. People crit all the time. And we're in a new session as well, so if you've had stress, y'all should clear any stress you have and reset your fate points to three, unless you had more than three at the end of the last session. Okay, so you've made a great roll. Yep. Okay. Hopefully my, my hand isn't gone. No, 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 your hand isn't gone. You move the rock away, and you see a shell underneath that rock, and then the whole pile of debris moves. And, oh boy, howdy. It's not a pile of debris. Okay. The pile of debris sort of shakes itself, and not in the way that a nice cute animal might. And a bunch of legs start jutting out of it. There's one, mm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then eight. As a spider, bigger than you, stands up. Oh boy. Um... <laughs> I I would actually scream for Keva, but I'm I'm afraid that would, you know. Keva screams. It, it, yeah, Keva screams and is gonna back away. And... You hear you hear that upstairs. That's definitely Keva. I'd like to go toward her voice. I would uh, like to be led toward her voice. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, and help lead him down to the the voice. There are a lot, it's, it's echoey in here, so you know the scream is coming from somewhere. It sounds far away, but you can probably figure it out if you're clever. Got it. That's everything I'm good at. Yeah, I could, I could clever it. All right, you're going to have to do an overcome with your clever, and you need to get a fair roll. Could I also roll for that? Well, one of you should, or you can team up and add one to their roll. I rolled a five. All right. You know exactly where they are. You can lead them over to the stairs, down the stairs, to the left. You've heard echoes before. You know how this works. Perfect. So I rush into the room then. You rush into the room and see a spider that is bigger than a person. And it's standing there. And its little mandibles are going. What is it? Uh, it's a spider larger than a person. And its little mandibles are going. That sounds horrible. It is. 
and uh, Keva has her spear out now. You do? Oh, wait. No, maybe I don't. I don't know. I mean, you do have animal magnetism. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Befriend the spider. It will become your mount. It's, lo- it's looking at you with its eight eyes, but it, it, it hasn't attacked yet. If you had to say, you'd, you'd say it was confused? Okay. Keva's gonna kind of put up her hands and say, Hey, uh, spider, we're just wandering around here. And, boy, you do not want to eat us because, man oh man, we would not taste good. We have touched a sun splinter. Uh, It does not appear to understand language. Okay. But you holding up your hands... It also rears back, and several of its legs go in the air, and it's got a hissing sound going. And you see below it, it's got this like a, kind of like a large needle spike sticking out of the bottom of its, uh, you know, spider butt abdomen. How wide is it from leg to leg, tip of the leg to tip of the leg? Oh, two and a half meters. How long? How long is this blood tube? Blood tube sticking out of it, or no, the uh, blood tube you have. Yeah. Oh, it's maybe like half a meter. Okay, cool. Keva is gonna like slowly back away because a big, ugly spider butt stinger is not a a good thing. Okay, it lowers its feet back down to the ground. It's still staring at you, but it's not charging, it's not attacking. I think I scared it. I was rummaging through the pile, and that's when it appeared. Then can we go? We'll try. Very slowly. Is that what you do? Yes. Yes. Okay. You very slowly back away from the spider. It does not pursue. Huh. It's not following us. I guess I don't have to kill everything. It's still staring at you. What's it doing? It's just staring at me. That's... Bye, spider. And she waves. We won't bother you again. When you wave at it, it starts to lift up its legs again. At the sudden motion. Uh, okay, so it, it doesn't like sudden motion, and it doesn't like it when she uses her hands. Okay. So she stops and I guess is like she's basically just um, trying to usher people out slowly so that it doesn't get startled and it doesn't think that they're being aggressive towards it. Okay. Now you see you've reached the hallway from whence you came and you notice down along the, the ground where it meets the, the wall meets the ground. Uh, it looks like there's some dust or dirt or grime that's built up there. Uh, and there's also stuff growing out of it, like various fungus and lichens and stuff that are also starting to grow up the walls. So uh, it gives you a bit of an idea of the timeline here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to stay down here with the spiders and stuff, or where do you want to go? No, um, Keva will want to go back upstairs now. All right. What about the rest of you? 
I'll follow suit and lead Emran with me. Cool. I will respect the spider space and leave. So you said the spider was larger than a man. Yeah. yeah if I were to throw out a quick estimate, I'd say around two and a half meters wide. <laughs> so that seems very exact, by the way. I'm all about the measurements. It's important in my work. That's fair. Haven't creatures that size not been around for a while? As far as any of you know, they've never been around. Right. My concern is, what is it eating? Good question. Other spiders, hopefully. Spiders eat other spiders or bugs? Definitely not people. I'm not going to think about it. Nope. Not happening. Keva's not going to mention what she knows about what spiders do with their stingers and how they eat their prey and all that. All right, so you end up back upstairs. The lights come back on in their flicky-flacky way, and you're, you're back up at the top there. You can see back towards the central structure that has the weird room in it, stairs on either side, we'll say east and west, and then wherever you came from on the other side there. Keva's going to go to the central uh, thread helper and go stand on the footprints and say, Hi, what do we do about giant spiders? G- g- giant, spy- giant spiders? Yes. Do you know what we do about s- giant spiders? Destination unavailable. <sighs> You're no help. You're welcome. And she steps off, and it is just like... <sighs> it's goodbye. I did want to take some time to study the lights, but our friend downstairs has just expedited the timetable. We should go upstairs. Can someone put me on the footsteps, please? The footprints. All right, lead him to the footprints. Hello. Welcome. Can you send someone to clean something up? Do you require janitorial services? Yes. In what area? The lobby? The lobby. Dispatching janitorial request for lobby. And you hear some some sounds off in the distance back from where you first arrived. Can I, can I help? Can I, can I help? Welcome. What's on the lower level? Lower level. Food court. Shopping. Where's platform five? Platform five is next to platform four, upper level. Mm, very helpful, thank you. If there was food downstairs, maybe that's what the spider ate. Hmm. Maybe you should ask it to take care of the spider on the lower level. Emron just wants to wait for whatever janitorial services means. You continue to hear noises from that direction. And you, you call janitorial service to the lobby, correct? Yeah. Are we in the lobby? I just sort of took a guess. I believe so. What do you think a food court is? Like, I know food is in it. Is it like a marketplace? It could be. Marketplace. Lower level. Shops. Huh. Okay. There you go. Am I being led to believe there could be treasures behind those spiders? Sounds like it. I think um, we're kind of defenseless, though, because Keva doesn't have her spear anymore. Emrin only has his shield, I think. I can give him a good old punch. 
with my broken hand. I've got this cool helmet. I'll hand Zonin uh, the pike and Emran the hammer. It's Thanks. not a pike, it's a pick. Pick. It's pick. got a handle about the size of a hand and then a metal bit sticking out of it with a bunch of points on the end. Like it, it narrows to a point, but in a weird way. Okay. So if we're all comfortable with it, I can go hit the spider with the hammer until it's dead. <laughs> That's a bad idea. You cannot see it. It might but, sting you. I was joking. I feel I might be compelled to try and take the spider on because no one's ever seen something like this before. No one has ever done it, so we could be the first. You could be. It's nothing like it in the history books. Didn't learn about anything like it at school. Yeah, I'm inclined to go back down. Sounds like you've been compelled to go back down because of your thirst for firsts. Oh, well. Now, is that your trouble, or is that just another aspect? Yeah, it's my trouble. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that's your trouble, yeah. Emran, mm. wow. if you're okay with it, I'd love for you to come down with me. I, uh... I wave my I wave my shield hand in front of my face. Yeah, still can't see. Let's go. All right, two of you head back down to Spiderland in the food court, whatever that is. Is there any indication of uh, when the janitorial staff is coming? Well, there again, there's sounds going on. After a while, the sounds stop. I stop on the way down. Yeah. Come back up. Mm -hmm. I I want to stand on the footprints. Guan Yin Guan Lin. Hello. Welcome. Can you send janitorial staff to the food court? Dispatching janitorial services request to food error. Worth a shot. Now head back down. <laughs> All right. You're down there. The lights come on. You can see the spider. It's settled back down, but when you appear, it stands up again. I'll have followed can, behind him. Can you tell me more about the room outside of the spider? Yeah, it's a big room. There's a pillar in the middle uh, underneath the structure upstairs. There are tables with chairs, a lot of them knocked over or broken. Along the walls, there are ten on each side of those holes in the wall with the counters sticking out. And there's the spider in between the counters on the... If you've turned left, there's the spider between the counters on the left and the structure in the middle. And now that I know it's a food court... That description makes a whole lot more sense. Well, to you as a player, yes. Yeah, but you know, it it, it works in the theater of the mind better. Mm -hmm. Good thing you asked about it. Emran um, starts feeling his father's shield. It's very nice. It's been worked into the shape of an animal. What animal is it? Hmm. It's a fox. Okay, it's in the shape of a large fox's head. Interesting. Yeah, that's what you can feel. As you can see, it's it's got sort of a pearlescent sheen to it. All right. What can do about the spider? And it's uh, it's light, Emran. It's lighter than you'd expect. Excellent. I file that after them, and I guess I'll ready my bow and arrow. Okay. Does, does the um the material piece from the uh, crater come to a point? Not really. It's about the size of your fist. It's got rough edges, but uh, it would be difficult to do much with it without cutting your own hand. Is it safe to assume it's the same material? Or should I roll for that? You'd have to roll for that. That would be a clever roll. Perfect. That's my best stat. Let's go. It's going to be... Oh, there it is. 
Well, uh, I was going to say you need a great roll for that, but uh, I think the negative one has already taken care of that for us. Unless you want to use one of your aspects. No, that's all right. That's just Emrin trying. Okay. It feels similar. What was it you were trying to do, Emrin? These, uh, my father's shield and, well, this bit of the landscape that I tore up when we went to go touch the splinter. I wanted to see if they were the same, but all I can really tell is that they feel the same. That they're both light. I don't know. So you're all down there, you're looking at the spider. Keva is, like, staying on the stairs behind them. Like, she doesn't want to have to deal with the spider again, but she doesn't want to be separated from everyone. And I guess the problem is she does not have a weapon, and she's feeling a little naked without one. Of course. You could pick up some debris or try and fashion something, or it's up to you. You can also hang back. You've got the remains of your shield hat. Does she? Like, what would you say is left of the shield hat? Whatever bits were metal are still there. Okay. So it doesn't have a big hole through it? No. Unless the middle was not metal. No, the the middle was metal. Okay, so uh, that means she has a kind of melted shield, and she's going to try to fashion a shiv out of whatever is available. All right, sounds like you're being clever. Yep. Time to roll. Yeah, it's going to be an average to make a shiv. You did it. That's a three, yes. This is why Emrin resorts to punching things. (laughs) So you've created a a makeshift weapon. The spider sees this, and it it sees that you're all apparently in a threatening pose, and it lifts itself up and and is also in a pose that, well, those of you who've dealt with spiders will recognize as an imminent threat pose. How many legs are up? Like four. It's two more legs than I got. I am threatened. Emran, do you know how to equip to materia? What? I'm sorry. That was a really bad joke. I just thought about Final Fantasy VII. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you just said. Oh, I'm sorry. The first boss in Final Fantasy VII is uh, like a scorpion. It's a scorpion robot. robot. That sounds awesome. It is. Oh, it's really, really oh god, confusing. the spider appeared and it freaked me out. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a clever plan, but Emron, what do you think? I, uh, see, normally I would just not think about it. But, uh, circumstances being what they are. The spider charges. Yeah, Emron's going to throw his hammer as just hard turtle. as he can. <laughs> okay, so Emron, you're, you're throwing something at it? As hard as I can. How do you know where to throw? I um I I believe in gov. No, I don't. Not at all. Okay. Uh, I just sort of I'm carefully listening for its approach. Feel the force around you. So you're you're throwing towards the sound it's making. Yep. All right. The hateful. You know, give it a try. It's it's uh I talk a lot of smack, but it's finally gonna happen. And I think I want to burn. I have forged the blade. I must wield it for a plus two. 
So the spider is going to attempt to defend quickly. It's going to be... Oh! Uh, it is going to is going to burn one of its fate points to invoke its aspect surprising speed. You're tied. Well, I tried. So that means you achieve what you want, but at a cost. The cost is I don't have my weapon. <laughs> you throw your hammer at it. It doesn't damage the spider, but you get a boost on it in that it has become cautious, we'll say. Perfect. That is all I wanted. Okay. Uh, it's the spider's turn because it's the fastest one here. The spider leaps into the air and onto the ceiling, skitters across, and its abdomen swings around towards Maeve's back. No, swiper, no swiping. It's going to make a quick attack against you. Actually, I guess this is flashy. Okay, let's roll the five. Wow, spiders suck. I'll need to defend somehow, Maeve. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I would defend. uh, Maybe quickly? Yeah, it would probably be quick. Okay. You got a three there. Do you want to modify that in some way? or I'm not sure what I could modify it with. Okay. You're struck. You take one shift. Oh, you take two shifts of damage. I will harvest a spider to this day. <laughs> you also feel as the spine... What's the word I'm looking for? What do you call these spikes that animals have? Spike. You feel as the spike enters you, something else enters your body as well. You can feel it going in. How big's the spike? It's it's big. It's about the size of, let's say, Maeve's forearm. The whole thing doesn't go in, obviously. But Maeve, you've been jabbed in the back, and maybe it's injected something into you. All right. You've all got the same speed, so who's next? Emran's already gone. It's true. Keva's uh, trouble is if you hurt my friends, I hurt you. Mm Mm-hmm. So she is now compelled, and... She's going to uh, Captain America throw the metal shield at the spider. Okay. It sounds like a forceful attack you're making. Yep. Let's see how your shield does. Well, that is that is a two. The spiders roll the three. What do you want to do with that? Huh. Well, she's going to use... Uh, I'm, well, I'm going to use a fate... Well, I'm going to use the... Hmm, thinking about this. Well, since she was compelled by if you hurt my friend, I'll hurt you, the aspect I'll use to upgrade it is the... Oh, well, hold on. It could be team parent, or it could be you've got a bond with Maeve that you made there, or your hidden arsenal. Spider may not have known that your shield could be a weapon. Any of those could work. Spider clinging to the ceiling. It's very gross if you don't like spiders. If you do like spiders, it's incredibly majestic and cool. Also, seek help. <laughs> I think spiders are pretty cool. They are. They just also frighten me if they're larger than I am. Understandable. Kevin? Yeah, sorry. I've got... So, would that... Is that a plus one? If it's a faint point? Or... If you plus invoke an aspect, you get a plus two. Okay, so that's a five. Or that four now. So... Yeah. So it takes okay. it takes a, a a stress. Yay! Who else wants to go? Uh, so it's up on the roof, and its stinger is hanging down. Yeah. Uh, can you describe the undercarriage of the spider? Like, is it smooth or is it textured? Well, you can't see its undercarriage. You can just see its back because it's on the roof. The spider's upside down. 
Uh, right. Uh, sorry, it's backside then. It's rump. It's got, uh, you know, thick, stiff bristles coming out of its rump, out of its uh, abdomen there. And it's just a big, darkly colored, with some lighter colored stripes on it. I want to take my auditor helmet. Yeah. It's got a chin strap. And so I want to, like, put it over top of the stinger and then uh, f- fasten the strap through some of the bristles in order to kind of cap the stinger. That sounds flashy. Flashy or sneaky. Well, all right. So you're trying to create an advantage here. Yes. So give it a try, and the spider will be resisting you. It's a four. Okay. It's going to try and quickly evade you. It's also rolled a four. So you can either get what you want but at a cost, or use a fate point somehow. But you've leapt onto this uh, spider, and you've got the auditor's helmet over its stinger. Now you're struggling to attach it. Uh, I'll take take it at a cost. Okay. So the interesting thing here is when you put the auditor's helmet over the stinger, there is a flash of light. The spider makes a horrifying noise, and then you fall because there's no longer a stinger there. Oh. Oh, cool. So you fall to the ground, and you take a stress from landing on the ground hard, not without expecting to. Okay. What was that? What happened? My eyes hurt reflexively. Uh, uh, His stinger's off. The otter's helmet blew it off. That's amazing! It's a magic hat. The uh, spider's dripping ichor on on y'all now. It's from a stump. I'm okay with this. Maeve, roll in it. It might be an anti-venom. <laughs> I was just about to say, the spider is a beautiful and majestic creature that now needs to be harvested for anti-venom. Well, I mean, it's still alive. Is there, like, just a hole now where the stinger used to be? It's like a stub that's dripping. Emmerich would like to give it the bops, if at all possible. Well, Maeve hasn't gone yet this round. True that. For irony's sake, I will fire an arrow into the stump. All right, give oh. it a shot. Give it the bops. What would I roll with this time? That sounds like you're being quick. I would generally see shooting an arrow in a close combat situation as a quick thing or a flashy thing, one or the other. Do a backflip. Imagine Maeve crouching down to do a backflip and then already being winded. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) All right. And it's going to attempt to defend. Okay, so it's got a two. You got a zero there. I mean, you could invoke some aspects. Or leave it as it is, and it'll probably get a boost on you. Uh, maybe I think I'll invoke if you have the will, you make the way, because I need the spider gone. Okay. Then you do that. Now you're tied with the spider. Do you want to invoke anything else? It does have a free invoke on its uh, cautious boost there that anyone can use. Yeah, if you'll don't mind, I think I'll use that invoke now. Go for it. Okay. So you take advantage of the fact that it's a little bit uh, hesitant about the, the five of you. And you get off a nice quick shot, you grit your teeth, and you sort of will the arrow to go where you want it to, and it goes right into that stub. The spider falls from the ceiling uh, and lands on the ground, its legs curling in towards its, uh, its abdomen. You have slain the spider. Huzzah! Excelsior! Uh, Maeve, when the spider dies, you get a sudden, intense migraine. 
Thank you for joining us for Chapter 2 of Splinters of a Broken Sun, an actual play podcast. We are using Fate Accelerated Edition, a game by Clark Valentine, Leonard Balsera, Fred Hicks, Mike Olson, and Amanda Valentine, based upon Fate by Rob Donahue and Fred Hicks. We hope you'll subscribe to us and leave us a review on iTunes if you enjoy what you hear, as that's the best way to get the word out, other than, of course, telling your friends. Kevajarma is played by Keekers. You can find her on Twitter at BeASpaceCat. Emran Pack is played by Michael Blood. You can find him on Twitter at GoodSirBlood. Maeve Sentis is played by OG Brown Sugar. Zona Chan is played by Jason. I'm your Master of Ceremonies, Matt. You can find me on Twitter at YCaliber. Follow our show at Broken Sun RPG and read up on the lore of the land at splintersofabrokensun.tumblr.com. Until the next time, all the best.